John Machada from The Athletic joins us. John, good afternoon. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you? Doing terrific. We appreciate the time. With the, with the move to Dan Quinn, what do you think this defense will look like in 2021? Well, I think it's going to look a lot more like it looked in 2019 and 2018 when Rod Marinelli was running it and, you know, Chris Richard was coaching the secondary and he had a lot of say in it just because there's a lot of similarities between what Rod Marinelli wanted to do and was doing uh, with their base 4-3 and what Chris Richard would brought to the back end, which was similar to what Seattle did when Dan Quinn was there. And so I think that's what you're going to see. And I know that some people will not like that because they thought that that defense was too vanilla. You know, there's not a lot of blitzes there. It's, most of your pressure comes from your front four. And I think it's going to get back to that. No one was going to ever be completely happy with this hire. So I've seen negatives and positives on Twitter and just have heard from fans that, you know, some like it, some don't. I think it's about as good as the Cowboys could have hoped for, to be honest with you. Uh, I don't expect him to all of a sudden step in here and make them the Legion of Boom defense that Seattle was when he was the D.C. in, in 2013 and 2014. But that's not because of him as much as it is that, you know, he just doesn't have Richard Sherman and Earl Thomas and Cam Chancellor and Bobby Wagner and those guys. So, you know, the talent needs to be upgraded. But uh, I think the the thing that you'll see right away is you'll, ha- you'll see the players being more bought in. And I think the scheme that they'll be running this year will fit what, it, what the personnel is that they do have on the roster. And, and most importantly, that's Demarcus Lawrence. Uh, I just, I don't, it made no sense to me why you'd ever have Demarcus Lawrence rushing from a stand-up position. I think he's at his best as, as a 4-3 as a rush edge with his hand on the ground, and, and, and that's all you're going to see him doing now going forward. One of the things that uh, we had guys, uh, analysts, talking all day long every every Monday was the Cowboys never could set the edge. They never could get the corners set to where they would force things back inside, and it, it became easy to run on the Cowboys. And so we'll, we'll see how that goes. Will he get an opportunity – to bring in some of his guys. So will there be some more moves on the defensive side of the coaching staff? I definitely think so. Um, you know, I'm sure they're still, well, they're going to still figure out what they want to do on the back end, but I could see them hiring a coach that is somebody he has worked with before. And Mike McCarthy has some experience with, and then same thing, a linebackers coach. They had Scott McCurley this, this past season who was with Mike McCarthy for a long time in green Bay. They could stick with him or they could go and, and possibly move George Edwards, who was their senior uh, defensive assistant this past season. He also interviewed for the D.C. job. Maybe they move him to linebackers coach just from seeing, you know, watching their practices this past season. I, I noticed George Edwards was working with the linebackers a lot. So, yeah, I think there's going to be some changes in those key positions there, uh, in, in, you know, in the secondary and at, at linebacker. I think you see some changes. Uh, and just allowing Dan Quinn to have guys that fit better with what he wants to do. It, it only makes sense that they would do that. So, um, again, like, it, it, all that stuff will, will, all that stuff is great. I think it'll be. I think all the players will be bought into it. I think that you'll see a better team that's all bought in. They're going to be better against the run. The, the issue is just setting the expectations too high, thinking that all of a sudden they're going to be some top ten defense. That's not going to happen until the talent on that side of the ball gets better. Talking with John Machota, the Athletic dot com. John, speaking of that talent, what personnel adjustments do you expect Dallas to make in free agency? Yeah, free agency is going to be tough, just because. Their whole goal, I mean, their number one goal among all others by far is to re-sign Dak Prescott to our long-term deal. And so that most of their money is going to be tied up in that. And then obviously you have to pay your draft class. So they're not going to be able to make any huge moves in free agency. But the one area that I think that they need to take a look at it is they need to find a safety that, that can play in coverage. Uh, you know, that, that's the thing with this defense that 
Seattle was running and what, you know, Dallas was running before with, with Rod Marinelli, more of the Tampa two, you're going to see more cover three, things like that. And so you're going to need a safety that can cover on the back end. And, and right now they don't really have that. They have safeties that can come up and, and play in the box and that, but they don't really have the guy that can, that can turn and cover well, uh, at least not well enough to be on an Island back there. And so, um, they're going to have to find that guy, whether it's in free agency, whether it's in the draft, even though they've been hesitant to draft significantly at that position, that needs to be upgraded. The other thing in free agency to keep an eye on would be defensive tackle. Uh, they just need to get bigger up in, in the middle. Uh, they tried doing that by bringing in Gerald McCoy last year, and that didn't work out because obviously he got hurt before the season even started. But safety and D tackle, those are two positions I'm going to have my eye on because while they can add stuff in the draft, this particular draft class doesn't appear to have any like of the really elite, you know, high first round pick defensive tackles or safety. So I don't see them addressing that either of those positions with their top 10 picks. So how are you going to upgrade that if you're not going to do it in the first round? And so maybe they do it in early in the second. Uh, but I think free agency is, is that those two areas are, are ones to keep an eye on. I know a lot of teams, you know, we're, we're faced with different cir- difficult circumstances over this year, but Dallas in particular, how crucial is it going to be for them to get a full off season? It's, yeah, it's going to be critical for them just because they obviously didn't do a good job with it this past offseason. I mean, you've heard Jerry Jones say multiple times, Mike McCarthy has acknowledged it as well, that you know, changing and, and, and being as ambitious as they were on defense in, in the year of a pandemic and not getting to be hands-on with the guys, having to do more Zoom meetings, things like that, that wasn't a great fit. That, that, this was not the offseason to try and pull that off. And so, you know, while there will be changes on the defense, there are several players there though that are very familiar with what they were doing under Rod Marinelli just two years ago. So that'll help out a lot. It'll be an easier transition to that. And then the other part of it is just that type of defense. It's, it's more about the players than it is the scheme. So it, there's going to be a lot more freedom to kind of like, they're going to keep it. It's going to be more simple, which is kind of interesting because of the fact that it was too simple when Rod Marinelli was here two years ago. So they wanted to change to be more multiple. And now they're going back to being more, more simplified. <laughs> now Dan Quinn can implement some other things and he can, he can, you know, he can adjust things and stuff like that, but that's just the way the Cowboys are. They, they change from year to year and, and, you know, probably that's one of the reasons that's held them back from making the ultimate playoff success they've had. Just, they don't stay in one direction. And so it'll be interesting to see how it goes. Uh, but I will say this just because they went through everything they went through last year, with all the different kinds of protocols, with all the Zoom meetings and stuff, they should be better prepared in year two, kind of knowing, hey, this is if this happens, we do this. If this happens, we're going to have to do that. This didn't work last year. we got we got to focus on doing this stuff. They should definitely have a better feel now going into year two with many of these coaching staff members still still going to be on the staff that, uh, from Mike McCarthy's first year. John, you mentioned the, the, the back end. You mentioned D-tackle. Talk a little bit about the linebackers. Sean Lee obviously aging. Uh, Van Der Esch had some trouble staying healthy this year. Jalen Smith, and I don't know what to think of, of Smith. So just kind of grade the linebackers for us. Yeah, they were a huge disappointment this year. Uh, I, I went into this season thinking that linebacker would be one of their deepest positions uh, because Leighton Van Der Esch was going to be healthy and and I thought Jalen Smith would, would improve on, on what we've seen on him in the past. I thought that, you know, you're going to predominantly see them too. And if you needed anybody else, you'd have Sean Lee there. You'd have Joe Thomas. I thought they were in a great position there, um, having an undrafted kid from two years ago and Luke Gifford that, that flashed a little bit a year ago. And then I thought they just got an absolute steal in the draft uh, after the draft by signing an undrafted rookie free agent, Francis Bernard. I, I thought after, after a wide receiver, I thought it might be the most deepest position on the team, and that was – completely off it it 
it's now one of the weakest positions on the team to the point where I don't think they'll draft the linebacker at 10, but I couldn't completely rule it out because of a lot of things you just said. If Leighton Vanderash is healthy, I think they have a good player there. Just there's been so many different injuries mm. and that position is just so physical. It generally, I mean, we've seen it. You don't even need to watch other teams. Just watch the Cowboys over the last decade. You've seen it with Sean Lee. It's hard for guys to stay healthy at that position. And so that's a concern there. And then with Jalen Smith, uh, you know, I, I don't. I know he made the Pro Bowl a couple of years ago, and, and and he led the team in tackles. He just had a career high in tackles. But I just, man, some of the plays he makes are just a good five, ten yards down the field. You know, he, he's not great against the run. He, it's, it seems like it's hard for him to get off of blocks. Uh, he doesn't seem to have that elite like quickness and and and, and maneuverability that we thought he was going to have a couple of years ago. And and in, in pass coverage, he just he isn't strong either. So. Uh, you know, he's he's going to always be around the ball because of where his position's at, so he's going to always have a lot of tackles, but I don't know that he makes that many game-changing plays. And, and you know, he was like, he was surprised. He was asked after the, the the very last game if he expected to be back, and he was just surprised he was even being asked that. Just thinks it's, you know, it's a done deal. It's a lock. I, I don't know that it's a done deal that he's back next year. So, realistically, what are the expectations for this defense next season? I think the biggest thing is that they, I mean, the bar has been set so low from just how they played this year. Mm. I mean, you, you, you give up, uh, you know, a franchise record in points, you know, (laughs) all they're going to have to do is just be all bought in, play hard and not, not make big mistakes that give up big plays. And it's already going to look like an improvement. If just everybody's on the same page, just because of how bad things were, a year ago. Now, were there decent games? Sure. Down the stretch, there were some there were some good games. They started forcing turnovers. It looked a little bit better. I would make the argument that it had a lot to do with the competition they were playing against. It had a lot to do with the quarterbacks they were playing against. Not exactly the greatest of competition. So I, I don't expect them to all of a sudden flip it in one offseason and all of a sudden become like a middle-of-the-pack defense. But it, I don't I don't really care about the numbers as much as it, it'll be something you can see on Sunday. Are the guys more bought in? Are, are we Are we sitting here after at the end of games and going, Man, it's, they weren't playing with great effort at the end of the game. I mean, it looked like some guys were giving up. And then you're talking to Mike McCarthy, and he's talking about how he had to address it with the team. Like, there can't be those things. There can't be those mistakes like that. It, I mean, you'll, you you should be able to know it just by watching it if the, if the defense is more bought in and, and everybody's on the same page. And if that's the case, with how talented this offense should be, they should have a great chance to win the NFC. Hey, John, uh, tell us what you got coming up on the uh, on the athletic. It's funny. This is the time of the year where we're always planning things out, uh, you know, every day of the week on what we're going to have. And then, you know, things like these coaching changes happen. So then we kind of adjust on the fly. So um, it's kind of all over the place. But over the next week or so, it's going to be a lot of pieces. on just like looking back on what went wrong, things like that, where they need to fix the team and that. So, uh, yeah, just keep checking back in the athletic. They're, they're just because it's the offseason, that doesn't mean we stop covering the Cowboys. Exactly. Hey, John Machota, uh, we appreciate your time. Thanks so much, and we'll talk to you soon. Sounds good. You guys take it easy.